You are listening to Analog Spectrum, saying stupid things for over 50 years. Okay, hello everybody. This is Tony uh, speaking to you again in another podcast. As we agreed last time, we're not going to number these, but this is number seven, I think. Right. Without numbering them, it's seven. Yes. Seven. And Just... who are you? Uh, me? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I tell, we're doing the introduction thing. I forgot. <laughs> we're man. Jeez, yeah. everybody knows me, right? No, I no, know. No. Uh, yeah, so I'm Doug, and uh, we're here to um, enlighten you on some wonderful things today. Yeah, we're trying a few new things. And one thing we have, we have one of my dogs in here now. So if suddenly everything starts to go sideways, yeah. it's her fault. Yes. Okay. And I'm not, not blaming her. We're blaming you, Susie. Blaming nice. you. Nice. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, and, and the second new thing we're doing today is we're going to try to get a little controversial here. Uh-oh. We're going to do it. We're, we're going to talk it. about bands that we think might be either overrated and there may be some underrated bands in here yep. too, but yep. I kind of leaned hard on the overrated. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I split my list about fifty-fifty, but believe me, I'm very opinionated when it comes to the overrated. Certainly, and and I I we were talking about this before. We were talking about this last night, and I I want to say I kind of broke up the over the underrated, or excuse me, the overrated in two categories. Okay, I think one it's they were amazing for their time, but mm-hmm. But uh, but they don't stand up, I think, to today's today's music. Okay. And the other is that they are just they were overrated, always. Always. Okay. Okay. So All that's right. my thought. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Sure. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna. I'm really gonna throw one out. Okay. okay. And I know people are gonna be like really hating this. I really felt that Dawkins was overrated back in the eighties. Oh no way! I, I don't really think they broke the chains. Dude, <laughs> Dawkins rhymes with rockin'. So, I mean, it's in their nature to be good. And the next, I'm going to go ahead and say Nickelback, oh, overrated. Okay, I'm going to shut you right down because Nickelback <laughs> This rocked. podcast is over! That's <laughs> it, I quit. I'm taking my shit. I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> I did listen to Dokken. Oh, I, so I had a Dokken CD. I got it on vinyl still. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to need a minute. Dokken rhymes with rocket. Well, it it does. Catchy. It, it's catchy. You got to admit it. The like rock. The, yeah. it, there are certain bands that I that I that I listened to in the eighties, and mm-hmm. I listen to them now, and I don't know what kind of feeling I get, but it's not a good feeling. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, oh. Okay, you got to give me an example. Dokken. Dokken is one. It's a prime example. I I I uh, I I did have their cassette, uh-huh. and I remember popping it into the Radio Shack. You know, cassette <laughs> player play, with a yeah. <laughs> that looked like uh-huh. it had been installed by monkeys. You know, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I, 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 you know, I, I loved it. But I, I have one of those Spotify moments. I'm like, I'm, I'm listening to talking, and uh, and I'm and I regretting it. It's just, it's still another band uh, along those lines. Mm-hmm. And this is not one of my underrated bands or overrated bands. Uh, it was I, I listened to Asia's first album recently. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. Uh, but those guys have some good technical skill. They do. They yeah. were good. No. Dawkins was, you know, three chord rock and, and hair bands, and they were just standing Certainly. on the shoulders of ten other hair bands. I, I do like the fact that we're starting starting out hard on Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> One line okay, so joke I, I wrote in my notes. Oh yeah. I'm like, 
a joke about docking. And, uh, and all right, we're 40 minutes later. Okay, yeah, well, so, so I was going to suggest we move on. but uh, Yes, let's do move on. On a more serious note, I'm throwing Neil Young under the bus. We of course. Talked, we talked about him before. and There there are a few I, yeah. right out of the let's go ahead and Let's go and rip that Band-Aid off. Okay, okay. Neil Young, yep. he is in my category of never understood why he was popular. Yeah, same here. Uh, you know, and maybe if he was a poet, I'd be like, well, you know, and I'm not a I'm not somebody that, that leans hard on poetry. Mm-hmm. But I don't think his music's particularly good. His voice yep. is is very difficult for me to listen to. Yep. And if people were to say, well, you know, you just require somebody that's a, you know, extremely melodic. No. There's yep. all sorts of rock stars, yep, all sorts here. of singers that have voices that are not great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we can go right to the Source here, Tom Petty. Yeah, you know, uh, not not a not not particularly melodic. Yeah. Love his music. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I forgot to mention another thing, would, which would put somebody on overrated. And and we did talk about that in the previous podcast. If I'm putting together a playlist and somebody says, "Hey, you don't have any uh, blank in here," I'd be like, "There is a good reason I don't have mm. any blank in here because mm. I do not like any of their songs." Because there right. are bands that I may consider uh, overrated. Mm-hmm. But they may have like one or two songs. A couple tunes, yeah. And I will, I will throw one out that people are going to hate on me about mm-hmm. the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I, uh, there are Rolling Stone songs that I, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know that I think are great. Mm-hmm. But as an overarching band, they're not on my top ten. Okay. But but they do have songs that I like. You okay. know, and uh, yeah, it's interesting because I'll agree with you on that. Right. <clears throat> right. And the only time that I will defend saying I like the Rolling Stones is when we start to get into the Beatles argument, which mm-hmm. they're probably number one on my overrated list. But, Beatles, yeah, yeah. But um, I was never a Beatles guy. No. I'm a Rolling Stones guy, and they were pretty much the same era, and right. they had two very different takes on music. And I didn't like the Beatles right. take. I liked the Rolling Stones take. So right. outside of that, I will say to you that I don't own very many of their records. I own a couple. Um, the Stones. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Stones. But I will say, like, there are bands out. Like Nickelback that you just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's They're okay. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of their songs I'm like, that's actually a really good song. It's, it's got a hook. Yeah, right? But the Stones have that. But there's like 15 or 20 Okay. Again, they've been around forever, and they're very prolific writers, so right. they've got a lot of music out, so that might contribute to that, but um, they have a lot of music that I like, but I, they're not a band that I put the record on and, and listen to from start to finish, and there's right. plenty of bands that I do that with. Right. Uh, they're just not one. Stones aren't one, but right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put them in my overrated category. No, me neither. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and as, as usual... Uh, we're going to start a podcast with a certain topic, and we're going to we're going to yeah. diverge. Yeah. But the Beatles also, I, uh, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. We, we already knew this going into this that mm-hmm. the Beatles were going to be in this. Yeah. But there was that whole British invasion mm-hmm. where, if you look at the maybe the three big bands of the British invasion were were uh, the Beatles, obviously mm-hmm. the Stones, and the Who. Mm-hmm. And the Who is another one of those bands that, that that of the three, they're probably my favorite of the three. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, but uh, but there's a whole bunch of other ones, you know, like Paul Revere and the Raiders or whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but the Beatles are just there. They are at the time conceptually. I understand, you know. There's all those. Like I, I mentioned on the phone, uh, the Model T was a great car, mm-hmm. but nobody's driving Model Ts. Yeah, try driving that bastard down the freeway. Right, exactly. Right now, it's yeah. like it's like it's like there's a reason why, yeah. and I. I, I listen to other podcasts and there's always these people talking, oh my God, the Beatles, and it's so self-congratulatory. You right, know, yeah. like, you know, th- these people are, you know, these people are actors, they're famous. Clearly they're not going to say anything bad about the Beatles because right, that's right. going to invite 
you know, all, ki- all yeah. kinds of criticism yeah. they don't yeah. want to deal with. But, uh, but you know, the, you know, there was a with the Beatles, there was that very interesting, you know, like you were saying, three chord rock. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they come out with like either I think it's Sergeant Pepper's and and the White Album and all mm-hmm. that. And there's all this kind of experimental stuff. And you know, they they did things, but uh, you know, there there's all kinds of examples throughout culture where people experimented at the time it was considered to be brilliant people still defend it Mm -hmm. but it's funny because my wife and i had this very discussion on the way over here today and if you were living during that time and you experienced the newness of it Mm -hmm. and the brilliance of it you probably have some affinity for it Right. right sure i didn't i was too little and um i listen to it now and think eh you know, I, I don't, I don't hate the Beatles, no. I, but I just don't. I, I find there's their music to be really simplistic, right? And then when they got into that experimental stuff, uh, I'm not one who ever liked psychedelic. I don't like the Grateful Dead, right? At all. Uh, that, okay, that's on yeah. my list too. Yeah, I, I never listen to them by choice. They come on the radio and they have one tune that I like, and I can't even think of the damn name of the thing. It right was now. popular in the '80s. I know what you're yeah, talking that, about. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the only thing I like. And, yeah. and you know. Whatever it is, what it is. So. I I agree. Uh, I I wonder if they were just being experimental for the sake of being experimental. Some of the songs, yeah. yeah well, you were, know, they, those guys are they they started messing around with drugs and all the rest of that sure. stuff. So that that I never was a fan of that. I just not you know I don't mm-hmm. that kind of music psychedelic uh, and even the, like early Pink Floyd. Yeah. I don't like it. Right. Um, what is that? Uh, Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Right. You know, Adam Hart Mother. I'm just like, Pfft. right. That's lost on me, brother. I just don't get it. Well, one of our, one of our, your, 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 and my favorite bands being Rush. They did experimental things, but it's still, I could still listen to it mm-hmm. and be like, this is, this is amazing. But I think you it know? still has an element of musicality. Uh, that's my point. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly my point. Is you know, uh, hearing somebody say number nine over and over and over again, yeah. I'm okay, you know, yeah, but whatever. but then listening to like 2112. Oh, geez, yeah. Right. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Right. Well, so I, I would say that the Beatles, yes, probably I, I, I'm like you. I, I think I think I don't hate them. I think they're a band that I uh, I just think is, you know, I think they do have some. They, they clearly have talent, but mm-hmm. that's not my thing. Yeah, and Neil, they, and they contributed. Young? They contributed a lot. They're yeah. engineers, Alan Parsons being one, but right. they contributed a lot to, to rock and roll and to music in sure. general. So they get credit for that in my book, but right. I'm not going to spend money on them. Yeah, ever. Yeah. But Neil Young can't stand the guy. Yep, same here. I'm so. like that with Bob Dylan too. We talked about him. Yeah, you take that harmonica. Shove it! We're just a no shine, man. I can't stand that guy's voice. I can't stand his harmonica. Probably a very, very nice person. Yeah, but but not like he cares what we think, right? But right. Oh man, I got an email from Bob Dylan. I have. (laughs) I hit the big time. Yeah. I heard your podcast. (laughs) Yeah, you guys can just you guys can fuck off, man. (laughs) I'm, I'm, Bob I'm Bob Dylan. If I say, you know, <laughs> do you know who I am? You can, you can lay across my big brass bed, and suck a dick. <laughs> sorry, Bob. Yeah, sorry. sorry, Bob. Yeah, yeah, Bob don't say. Uh, okay, so I'm going to throw one out now that that I, this is probably going to be a whole category, but one of the guys that <clears throat> definitely I, that that nails this category down is Miles Davis. Hmm. So you know. Gosh, people that like jazz and like Miles mm-hmm. Davis, um, you don't get it. I just can't. I tr- I've tried. I really, 
you know, because I, I, I'm getting into the world of audiophiles, and they, mm-hmm. a lot of audio audiophile guys will talk about Miles Davis and some of the recordings that he's made. And I've tried. Mm-hmm. And the, the sounds are fine, but it's the, it just doesn't fit. It sounds like just people making shit up, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I just don't understand it, I think, is the real key to it. So right. I think overrated just might be, that might be a, a misnomer for him. Uh, I really just don't understand his music. It's probably a better way to say it. Jazz is hard. Yeah, for me. Yeah, same here. So I, I, I probably wouldn't have even included Miles Davis because he doesn't even register with me. You know, <laughs> okay. I just like right. yeah. So okay, but uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Moving on. I, okay, so I got one that is gonna go bring down bring down the house. It is okay. I am not a fan of the police. And and I'm gonna say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest bands of the oh, 70s. Oh, there we go. One so, of the greatest bands I of the guess, 70s, man. man. I don't know, man. It's just there's, no, there's nothing they've ever done where I'm kind of really? like... Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so, you got to tell me, man. Tell me. I, I, I don't know what to say beyond that. They are definitely, uh, as I mentioned, uh, they're... Uh, you know, like when I put together a playlist, if I was looking at everything the police did, maybe Roxanne, maybe Roxanne, okay? okay? But the whole, I remember back in the 80s when they got, you know, they did Synchronicity mm-hmm. and everybody's like, this is just an amazing album. Mm-hmm. I just remember listening to it and just thinking, I there is nothing in here for me. You okay. know, there, you know, well, probably the better way to kind of, and I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on this because this is a, this is a rabbit hole, but... I know what I like, you know, Mm -hmm. I know what I like for music. And we've talked about these bands, you know, you think about like, like the power of Rush, you Mm -hmm. know, the Dire Straits, uh, you know, uh, Boston, uh, Kansas, and how, you know, they're, you know, that very kind of, kind of heavy arena guitar, Mm -hmm. guitar rock. Uh, I just don't get any of that in the police, you know, I just don't. I could see that. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, uh, and uh, maybe some of it has to do with there there was that period where like sting was kind of portrayed as this individual that you know was just so arrogant you know a lot of ego mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and maybe you know when i was younger that that impact that that had, had impact yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it made me think oh that guy's a dick i don't yeah, i don't play most yeah. of the music but uh, and i and i know that's probably really not the case now i mean he is who he is but but uh but ultimately you know and i haven't I haven't listened to every song. So you mentioned the seventies. I'm not really familiar with a lot of the earlier work. Oh man, yeah, good stuff. Okay, well maybe 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 you can change so your he, mind. Yeah, here's the question that I was going to pose to you: Are you um, willing to be open minded? Of course, and, and check it out. And because well, some of that stuff, stuff that we forgot on the last podcast. Oh yeah, recommendations. So for this one, at this podcast, we have to do two recommendations. Okay, I, I recommend you shut up and don't interrupt me. How's that? <laughs> Okay, so anyway, back to the police. Uh, I guess he's going to edit that shit out. <laughs> I have the power. So, um, um, okay, yeah, so on the police, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I, I was I a struck drummer. a nerve. I struck a nerve on that. <laughs> no, our it our friendship's nerve. on the ropes. Hold on, let me show you my nerve. Um, so, yeah. Um, so on, on the police, like, so, you know, I'm a drummer, and Stuart Copeland, to me, right. is one of the greatest drummers in, in rock and roll. Uh-huh. Now, I don't put him with Neil Peart because Neil Peart had, he was the whole package, right? He had the, sure. he had the technique, he had the, the chops, he had the precision mm-hmm. like nothing. Now, Stuart Copeland, in my mind, he really delved a lot into the to the offbeat African rhythm stuff, which mm-hmm. is so damn hard to play. 
And if you can isolate some of those drum tracks and listen, especially in the early stuff, um, Zenyatta Mandana and a couple of those, um, it's like, man, that guy is an amazing drummer. And then their lyrics to me are are uh, sophisticated. Mm -hmm. It's it's not she loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right. they're they're really you know. Um, for example, it's a big enough umbrella, but it's always me that ends up getting wet. Mm -hmm. You know, he's talking about it's. You know, he always takes the hits in this particular rel relationship that he's in, or whatever. So anyway, so I don't. This is not. I'm not here to defend the the, the police forever, but I, that there, does surprise me. That clearly, surprises me. Clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's okay, <laughs> so so 40, let me throw forty one minutes at you later. Then. Yeah. Let, let me throw one at you then, <laughs> asshole. Um, and this is on my list. I'm not just making this up to get you, but Green uh, Green Day. Uh, I, I get it. Pearl uh, Jam. Uh, I both, I, both I like them. List. Yeah, I like them, but I'm not going to basically freaking end our friendship over it with the police. But, <laughs> That's uh, it. I'm out of oh, here. Blue We're done. What? <laughs> We're done. Okay. Blue Lights Matter. <laughs> it's just the name of a band, Doug. <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah. Um, Pearl Jam and Green Day were both on my list. Okay. Now, I will say this on Pearl Jam. Um, I love Eddie Vedder. That's Eddie Vedder, right? Pearl Jam? Yes. Yeah. I love that voice. Yeah. I mean, gosh, almighty, that is so freaking powerful. Hey, no, and no. So, yeah, sort of not like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, Green Day. I never got it. I never got. It. I understand that there's, there's a bunch of sarcasm in their music and they're, yeah. they're making fun of stuff, which is normally my kind of thing. But um, right. yeah, I, I just didn't get it. So. I I like a yeah. I'm uh, I do like Green Day. Uh, I like pop punk. So uh, so I do like them. I, they're they're not my favorite band in that in that genre, uh, and and I like grunge, but uh, mm. but grunge is not my favorite genre, you know. So, but I get it, you know. Uh, th there were I, I man I like again Nirvana is not on my list, but Nirvana is another one of those bands where I was kind of like, well they're good, you know. I like them okay, mm -hmm. you know. But but there's people that pray every day oh, at yeah. the altar of Nirvana, yeah, yeah, you know, tattoos so, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I like them, but they're not they're not my favorite. Yeah, I'm with so. you on that. All right, so here's one. Uh, now we're kind of getting into uh, uh, artists that I'm just like I do not get it. I am not a fan of the Pretenders, man. I do not like Chrissy Hines' voice. Oh really? No, that's the only part of them I like. I really? Like her voice, yeah. Oh, it's that's so to me, thing. it's just I don't know. There's something about it that there's a quality to it that okay. That's not my. I'm not a fan fan of it. So all right, yeah. And uh, we already talked about the. Beatles, yeah. and also recently because of Stranger Things, Kate Bush has kind of ridden, risen <laughs> up, and I'm not a fan of Kate Bush either. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so. running up that hill was cool, but I guess. That, yeah. So, seems a very, very very redundant song. So yeah, sure. She doesn't doesn't make it to the top. It clearly not. Um, how about this one? From this is from back in the '70s, and um, uh, in terms of impact, uh -huh. I get what these guys did, but uh -huh. in terms of listening to their music, I've never. I've never liked a single song I've ever heard from them, and I've never spent a penny on their stuff, and that's the Ramones. Oh, you mentioned the Ramones last night. I was wondering, when yeah. you mentioned them, I was like, hmm, I wonder where that is on uh, on Doug's. Yeah, overrated in my opinion. I mean, again, the overall attitude of that entire genre and the people that listen to it, as well as the attitude of the Ramones, they couldn't give a rat's ass what I think. Right. So um, and I understand that, and I actually appreciate that part of it, but I just don't like their music. I just don't like it. Yeah, the Ramones. Uh, I mean, they were kind of that bridge between kind of garage rock and punk. You know, they. I, I thought, and uh, I, I, I don't own any Ramones. You know, I, I, I the only song that I would know is like Rock and Roll High School. You mm -hmm. know, and uh, uh, I think 
probably I I'm interested. I don't necessarily like, but I'm interested in who they who they are as performers. I'm not really a big fan of their music, mm. you know. So. Uh, so that's kind of my, my thought on the Ramones. But when you mentioned them last night, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be one that Doug likes mm. or doesn't like, nope. you know. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I'm I'm not a hard defender of the Ramones. I when you talk about punk, like like uh, probably the you know there's all kinds of like the Sex Pistols. I never listened to the Sex Pistols. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't don't any of their songs. I, I was never a big fan of the Clash. So yeah, the radio tunes I kind of liked. I right. mean, just because they were fun, you know, and 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 probably not what they were after, but I consider that all to be very non-consequential music, you know. It's, yeah. Um, there was a lot of non-consequential music in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there really was. Mostly was non-consequential life in the eighties. Yeah. But uh, in the best way possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, cocaine and cheap gas. What? <laughs> What uh, do you got any more on your overrated list? Uh, we hit them. We hit them all really fast. Uh, what about you? Well, um, let's see. Oh, I got overrated on here. Uh, this is that's too strong, probably. I oh, got, I got one. Never uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, as I, say, I got uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, including Nash Young. Yeah. Um, and and their 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 harmonies and stuff were great. Right. I, I give those guys full credit for that and right. songwriting and all that stuff. But it just never appealed to me, man. I try to listen and I'm just like, ugh. I probably would defend them the hardest of all the ones you mentioned so far. Really? Yeah, I because I do have some Crosby, Stills and Nash, and uh, and only only for uh, for what you just mentioned, like the harmonies. Like it's not like you know, man. I feel like going out and just tearing one up, man. Right, right, Put right. on the Crosby, Stills and Nash. No, I'm. It, it is. Uh, you know, for the right situation, the right mood, I would listen to it. You know, right. and you know the, the the songs that are the big ones are the ones that I like. Uh, you know, like Southern Cross or whatever. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I I, I uh, I'm not a fan of Neil yeah. Young. So clearly but, talented. But, I like so yeah. this is what this is. You know, it, it's so I would say that my overrated statement is, is too strong of a word. But right, just one of my not my favorites. What about underrated? You, what do you got for? I didn't I didn't do any underrated. Okay, um, I'm trying to think. I, I, there there's all sorts of bands. Right now, that I'm kind of, kind of like, oh, I really like these, but this band, I really like that band. I think just for the very fact that they're not popular, right, kind of makes them underrated. Well, after one of our podcasts a few weeks ago, I I, I told you about the warning. And yeah, you check them out. Right, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're. I did check them out. They're they're yeah they're they're excellent. Yeah. So and I love the fact that you can. You can watch their earlier stuff and then watch their stuff now, and you can you can definitely see that they're getting polished. They're getting professional help, and uh, I think that's making them even better and better. Right. But Tim, so I got a couple for you here. Um, what do you know about Nora Jones? Uh, very little. Um, again, this is this is where I'm starting to lean into the the audiophile world. Mm-hmm. Um, if you set up a nice, this is not. I mean, it's it's good music, so you can just throw it in your car and drive mm-hmm. around, and it's okay. Um, but it's not like, ooh, wow, that's like you said, you know, let's go throw on some Nora Jones. But if you set up a, a nice, quiet environment and you and you listen, like, oh my God, that woman is talented, man! Mm-hmm. It, just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful vocals. Um, and again, I'm I'm trying to set up a, a stereo system that can take advantage of some of that, um, mm-hmm. which I'll talk about later. But um, and then what about Calio? Do you know anything about Calio? Not a bit. So when I was in in school, uh, in film, I was in I went to film school, and I was in film school. They also did um, audio that like so we recorded audio, you know. And there was a bunch of audio engineers tr- mm-hmm. um, training there, 
And one of the things that they did is they invited artists in to play on our stage and has really awesome recording setup. And um, he was one of the guys that they brought in. And, um, oh, man, it was crazy cool. I just loved listening to that. And uh, he's an Icelandic artist. And his style is, like, somewhere between rockabilly, Nashville. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's got this crazy weird mix. Um, But it's very cool. I'll I'll let you listen to some of that. It's Mm -hmm. it's good. Plus Um, he plays the the Icelandic lava tube He does. He does the the loot, <laughs> Icelandic loot made from made from lava tubes. Yes, exactly. So, um, snow. Uh, what about Natalie Merchant? What do you know? No, about I know. Her? Yeah, definitely I'm familiar yeah. Natalie Merchant. Yeah, um, she's got a record out. That's her. It's clearly her most popular record. Um, right, Tiger Lily. Yeah, and um, that's one that they that um, Mobile Fidelity put out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I was telling you yesterday about the Mobile Fidelity fiasco that's going on right now and uh, we'll talk more about that in a different podcast but right. um, that album to me is right there with Nora Jones in terms of like vocal performance mm-hmm. man I, I can't really call it underrated though because a lot of people know it's it's popular they, right. they know but um, I had a couple more should I keep going yeah a matter of fact what, I tell you what uh, I'm only thinking because I do have some recommendations I have two songs so maybe when you get done for my underrated I'll give you two of my recommendations okay Cool. I'll throw a cheesy one out here. Yes. Um, Joshua Caddison. Never heard of him. Painter, painted Desert Serenade. Wow. No? No. Man. Okay. So um, did you read the book? Ah, um, oh, shit. Now, what was that movie with Clint Eastwood? Um, uh, Bridges of Madison County. Right. Did you read that book? No. no. Yeah. The book was actually pretty damn good. Really? Yeah. Because I, uh, I was sold off as like a romance for Housewives. It's Kind of, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. But I always felt like the main character, the Robert Kincaid, yeah. I always felt like Clint Eastwood was terrible casting for that. It should have been Richard Gere in my mind. Like when you read the book and you read the description of the character, it's Richard Gere. It's okay. like, it's totally Richard Gere. And he would have brought a darker element to that, which I thought would have been. Anyway, um, so Joshua Caddison is right along that sappy, cheesy, romantic kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, but again, the production is so good and the songwriting is so good. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's strange because a lot of people have never heard of it. Mm. Well, I'll let you borrow that CD and see if you like it. It's pretty cool. good. Okay, uh, I got lots more, but I'm going to do one more. Uh, and this one, you probably know these guys Temple of the Dog. Yes. That was, oh my God, that was Temple of the Dog was 90s. 90s, yeah. yeah. So that was Pearl Jam and um, another band. Their members kind of mixed up and got mm-hmm. and, they, and then they got together and made Temple of the Dog mm-hmm. and they only ever put one record out. Yeah, I remember it. It was good. Oh, I, man, that's one of those Tony. I know I, every song, every word, every lick. That is to me, it's it's the it's the pinnacle of that era. It's the pinnacle of the grunge because it's sophisticated enough in its lyrics, but it still has that grunge feel. Yeah, that and, came out when we were hanging in Florida. Mm-hmm, we, yeah. I remember because we both got that album, and I'd forgotten yep. about it. Yep. Oh, crap, man. Somebody's got to go to Spotify yeah. when we're done for today. Yeah, check that out. Temple yeah, of the Dog. Well, I mean, yeah, I need to, re, I need to re, uh, rediscover that. It is super good. Make sure you crank it up because it is yeah. powerful. It is powerful. Right. Good, good stuff. So. Yeah, so. Okay. Right. Cool. So well, that's, yeah, that's that. Yeah, and so uh, just only because two of my recommendations were, were bands I think are not on the radar. Okay. Uh, one, uh, how about, have you ever heard of Phil Campbell and the Bastard Son? No. Okay. So they're a, uh, they sound a lot like their new band. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of compare them a little bit to Bad Company. Oh, cool. Only because they have kind of a Southern rock vibe to them, mm-hmm. but they're from Wales. 
Oh. Yeah, so... so uh, Do they play the volcanic lute? <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> they play They play the... Uh, yeah, the... the uh, the, the sheep dip flute <laughs> the from Wales, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but they, but uh, but these are discoveries I made going down the rabbit hole. You know, new uh-huh. rock. You know, looking right. around, and most of I listen to it, I'm kind of like. That's, like how I found, that's how I found the warning. Same thing. I was yeah. just rabbit hole. In it. Yeah. yeah, and you're so much of the stuff they call rock. You're kind of like, well, yeah. I guess it's kind of rock, yeah. but it's not good rock. You know, right, exactly. Uh, but they, but they're uh, they they uh, they have a, a song that's kind of popular now called "Born to Roam." And uh, you know it's it's you know they're, they're and now it's hard to say oh it's on their newest album people release singles and EPs and so forth I don't know if it's on an EP if it's released separately or whatnot but but it's uh, but it's but but again when I listened to it the first time I thought this is southern rock this okay. is this is kind of like I said well well produced southern rock and then you know I start searching out the band and they're they're from the, okay. the, the UK. Now another another band that one of my uh, one of my uh, I, I well somebody that I know uh, I I inter- I introduced them to Mamas and the Papas right oh, and I said hey, you know this is this is a you should listen to California Dream which by the way is a great song okay California yeah Dream. okay yeah. is that what you think I yeah mean, yeah okay it's I put that right there where you put the Rolling Stones it's like okay they got some yeah oh well, I, whatever, I, I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna argue with that I mean okay. you know, Mama Papas have like one song and <laughs> okay. uh, and that's it you know and <laughs> I can't I can't think of uh, but I don't remember who the comedian was that talked about I think it was um, Sam Kinison talked about Mama Cass choking on a chicken. <laughs> 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 but uh, but anyway the uh, yeah so uh, so uh, well but that, that whole time frame was crazy anyway yes, but with that yes. said I told him about California Dream and 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 he sent me a link and he goes is this the band you're talking about and it was a band called Dirty Honey oh, okay out of L A uh-huh. and they did a song called California Dream and not a re, not a a you know a, uh, a uh, they they're not covering. California Dream, it's their uh-huh. own song. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I, I, you know, just so people kind of know what I'm thinking, as a comparison, very Black Crows-like. Oh. Very much like Black Crows. And, My brother uh, would like that. Man. Oh, it's... My brother's a huge Black Crows fan. And the, 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 the lead singer's voice, you know, just like the just like the lead singer for Black Crows, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's got, un, un, you know, great control, amazing range, mm-hmm. uh, very solid rock. Uh, this, wasn't, this isn't their most popular song but uh but that song california dream and i was like oh this is dry. my playlist analogy i i dropped it in my playlist i'm like okay this is one that i'm going to revisit mm-hmm. uh, it's excellent and uh and but it is it is rock you know it is it is it is you know rock that makes you feel good okay. so uh, so that's that's an interesting point too because right. some of the some of the stuff on our lists are like you know put this on your on your playlist and get in the car and roll the windows down right. on a nice day and that's you know all of rush music is that way for yeah. me um boston all that stuff Certainly. but then there's other stuff like i mentioned the nora jones i mean like i seriously man i want to create a cool dark environment and sit and just really lose myself in that music and i can't do that with a lot of music there's there's too many too many distractions for me either the musician's not playing well or the production is not good or whatever mm-hmm. um so like that Nora jones that's one that i can just man right just you just fall in you know right yeah, yeah. and i think i think maybe that's even to my own detriment that uh sometimes sometimes i'll listen to music try to f- discover new music mm. and i'm just not in the right place yeah you're like, distracted with other things yeah or yeah. you know i uh, maybe this is a, maybe this is a, the issue is that I enter into just about every uh, 
you know, discovery effort thinking is this, I'm, I'm looking for the next rush. Right. I'm looking for the next. Uh, yeah. 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 And if you haven't figured out yet, we like rush. Yeah. We like rush. A lot. <laughs> so is that, am I just going to be well, the so, next. So that's an interesting question though. Like, right. or that's an interesting topic to talk about. Like imagine, imagine like A&R guys when they used to go check out bands right. at bars and stuff and, right. and try to find their next artist. I mean, they had to have been doing, how do you find that, right. that, you know, what's, what's the magic quality that's in right. the music that you go like, yeah, we well, need to work with these guys. It's crazy. I, I Probably like about well maybe four four years ago five years ago, uh, I was at a dance hall here uh, close to my house, and there was a band in there and they were a rockabilly band, mm. and uh, they were just you know they were just playing, and uh, and I think most of their stuff it's hard to say I don't know a lot of rockabilly music yeah, but same. but it seemed like like they were playing kind of their own stuff, and man. It was just so good, you know. Yeah. It was just so, it, you know, you, you know. Was, and they, 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 had, they were owning it too. You know, they yeah. were all like fifties. The guy's girlfriend was there. She was in a poodle skirt, you nice. know, and uh, the way they had their hair, like they grease her hair and everything. <laughs> and uh, and you, you talk about like underrated. I just couldn't help but to think these guys. These guys need. The, I don't know why. You right. know, everybody's not listening. Well, you know, it's a style of music, right? I mean, yeah. it's just. I mean, would you put rockabilly on and throw it in your car and drive around? Like, eh, maybe one maybe, tune, yeah. maybe two. But right. that, to me, that's limited. Right. Yeah. Limited, but um, yeah. So okay. So recommendations. I got one for you now. This is okay. a this is a little bit of a weird recommendation coming from me because it's total pop. Yeah. And and I am not a total pop guy, but um, this band only, I, as far as I know, they only do remakes. Mm-hmm. But they do remakes like nobody's business, uh, and they're called Broken Peach, hmm. and they're from, uh, gosh, in South America, I think. Mm-hmm. They might be Mexican, but I, I think they're maybe Brazil. But um, so anybody who's listening to this, look up Broken Peach Tainted Love. Oh, you you sent me that. I sent you that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I don't know why. Like all the elements come together for me right. on that on that particular track. They do quite a few others as well. Yeah, they're kind of um, like what would happen if like Rob Zombie and Lewis Carroll had a baby. <laughs> exactly. Is that kind of crazy? Bizarre, You're like, what man. am I watching here? <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, um, yeah, and they, yeah. They, they, it's like the world's craziest Rickroll yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, so there's another one that I, I haven't even showed Tony this. In fact, we I think we're gonna after this podcast, I'm gonna yeah. make you go watch this. It's called um, Fatty Boom Boom. Oh my gosh! It is bizarre, right. and it's a South African band, and they were in uh, the movie Chappie. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so I'm gonna make you watch that one because right. it's bizarre. But, yeah. uh, cool. But All anyway, right. yeah. So other than that, I don't know, man. I, I think um, I, I I tell you this this whole recommendation of bands, though. The the more we're talking about this, the more I'm kind of like, I want to. There's other bands I would love to throw out. Okay. Uh, but uh, but but we'll save that. Okay. Because I do think this is a good idea. Only because, because like as I mentioned towards the beginning, uh, that that there's so many bands I know that have never gotten traction, mm-hmm. or you know never, you know we we live in a world right now where where it's about you know how loud can we make it, how early does the hook come in the song, how mm-hmm. attractive the person is singing it, mm-hmm. you know how lucky they are, who's who's this corporate you know this corporate way that everybody approaches music, mm-hmm. so many bands. It's, you know, in the probably currently and in the past, just just are lost. Yeah. You know, and and it's not that they're unpopular; they definitely have their their following, but mm-hmm. but they deserve so much more. Well, I don't know, man. It's that it's we we briefly touched on this before, and that is like, what's the what's the role of the musician, 
right? Mm. And, it, and if you go into music to be a famous rock star, that's one track. And it, right. I'm not even dissing that track, but no. that's one way to go. But if you really are a musician, you're going for the music. You're going to play the music, and you're going to, to have some kind of an emotional impact on your audience. Right. Uh, and this is why I'm such a huge Steve Vai fan, because um, he's lived all, all of that. You know, the David right. Lee Roth years, and he was in the White Snake tour and all that sort of stuff. But ever since the beginning, you know, he was with Zappa in the beginning, but hmm. ever since he just played his own stuff. What about Zappa? Oh, man, I don't understand Zappa. Okay. I don't. I didn't want you to get all police on me. No, no. <laughs> You're pissing me off with the police thing, though. I gotta, oh, God. You, dude, if you, I just feel like, and, and, and you oh, know, hey, this but, is projection maybe, but I feel like if you understood it more, you'd go, you'd get it. Like yeah. the light bulb would come on, and you're like, holy shit, why didn't I like this sooner? I didn't tell you what I thought about Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah, I would actually get in my car and leave if you like Pink Floyd. <laughs> no, I like Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I do. I do like Pink Floyd. I do think, I think that just like what we were talking about with other bands, I'm probably not going to be, you know, man, we're going to the beach. Where's the, where's the Floyd? You right, know? right. Yeah, it's uh, same with, but same with things like David Bowie, you know, and in his more experimental time. I mean, there's, yeah, there's things that are are great, you know. Not, no, not no, like, no, the other things like what? Well, yeah, yeah. David Bowie, it's like he did, he had the whole Ziggy Stardust time, and it's like right. I think I'll do a duet with you know with uh with Mick Jagger dancing uh, in the streets. You yeah. know, you're like, what the fuck is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the time, you know, when yeah. you're when you're 16 years old, you're like, I guess that's okay. Yeah. And then you look back on it, and it's like. This is like their ebony and ivory. Yeah. What is this? Making a buck or something. For sure. Know. Somebody convinced them. Oh, of course. I'm sure. I'm sure at the time when they were like, "Oh, I get yeah. a collab with another guy." What? How awesome is this? Yeah. But yeah, dancing in the streets. Okay. Yeah. Enough. Uh, okay. Last one. I'm gonna throw one at you. Okay. Go. I got a one up you. Go ahead. What do you think of Elton John? I love Elton John. Are For, you Are you how, not a fan? How, count the. If you had to, If you had to guess, how many Elton John songs do you think you actually like? Like like, there's probably six or seven, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's he's probably has sixty songs. Yeah, but the, but the, he has some that I'm that I'm like, I think are some of. Well, okay, Elton John doesn't write his own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That's what is that, Bernie Taupin? Bernie, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and uh, and and he sings it. Mm-hmm. He probably Elton John is probably the king of people missinging his lyrics, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like, dude, that's, was, a whole, that's a whole podcast topic, that, like misinterpreted it's like, lyrics. It's like a you know, funeral for Love Lies Bleeding, funeral for a friend. Like, like I, that is one that I've had. Like, what the what's he saying? I have to go back. Oh, that's that's good. You know, yeah. uh, I think, uh, but I think, uh, but he has songs that I'm I'm like I think like Crocodile Rock is great. I I do like Candle in the Wind. Mm-hmm. I like uh, funeral for a friend. Love Lies Bleeding. Mm-hmm. I think the the uh, the you know uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is. Has got probably half of those songs I could listen to, uh, but uh, don't forget uh, Philadelphia Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, what's that one? Don't go breaking my heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who was that with? You, uh, you know um, hold on, hold on. I got it. It's a tip of my head. Uh, I'm gonna say Cat Mantino, but that's wrong. No, it's a. Uh, I, I do know. When this is me, tell me, tell me. I'm not looking up Kiki Die. Kiki Dye. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, and, Kiki D. Kiki D. Kiki and I, D, and I recently, it, yeah. I recently was like, is she still alive? Yep. Yep. She's still out there, still producing. Yep. So, uh, well, she, so that's what I mean right there. Like, who cares? Like, Kiki D is like, I'm making music, man. This yeah. is what I do. 
Yeah. And so, so back to the rule, like, and we talked about this a, a while back, and right. it's like, you know, in the in the days of the bards playing the lutes, right? You know, back to the lute. Of, right. It was like we were just entertainers. We right. weren't superstars. We weren't trying to be millionaires. We weren't trying to change the world with our right. politics. We were just singing songs. And right. sometimes they're introspective and reflective and whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, we've we've bastardized that in a lot of ways mm-hmm. in our in our modern society. And I think that's that spoils a lot. Right. Um, Oh, and yeah, uh, that's what you're saying. I have thoughts, but yeah. that's that's a thoughts for uh, another podcast or or just offline conversation. Okay, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, all right, uh, okay. So here we go again. That's uh, another one in the can. You think? Yeah, I oh, think so. I think oh, we're calling. Okay, again, uh, as I always like to say, uh, we really appreciate all the listening and all the support and and any feedback, especially the stuff that's optimistic and encouraging. That means a ton to us, uh, both me and Doug. Yeah, uh, you can blast us if you want. Go yeah, ahead. you can too. Well, I, I appreciate constructive criticism, so yeah. I'm hoping that that we we can roll that in. Uh, but just realize that I have very thin skin, and I and sometimes my, you know my wife is like, "What's wrong?" and and I'm like, "Somebody said that I say the word again too much," and I know I do. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, we're always looking for ideas, and I'm happy to answer questions. Both of us, uh, you can always email us at analogspectrum at gmail dot com. Uh, you can tweet us, but I do not. Uh, I do not tweet but i will listen i'll see if uh, anything pops up and it's just analog spectrum at analog spectrum uh we have a facebook group you can you can hook up us hook up with us there uh feel free to click on any of that shit uh so uh also and the first we get a free t-shirt for the first hundred people no, it's going to be a t-shirt at the bottom of my drawer yeah, it's, yeah, like yeah. it's going to be like it's probably <laughs> holes in it or something one person, i'll give it to you yeah, yeah it. you have to come pick it up yeah and bring in 20 duck yeah, yeah so, free uh, for 20 so and yeah. you can get it at walmart uh, <laughs> and it says it says uh, schlitz on it yeah. so uh yeah so anyway yeah leave us a leave us a review uh, positive or negative i don't care uh but positive is always better uh and uh that's about it you know follow us uh share us all that kind of stuff And uh, we will talk to you next time. See you next time. All right. Bye.